Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is season seven, episode 16. POW, Prisoner of War. Written by Kristen Kim and Dan Fisk. Directed by Marcus Stokes. I gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10. There were some high highs in this episode, but there was a lot of confusion. (laughs) And there was a little bit of nonsensical storytelling that really drug it down from where I wanted to enjoy it. But overall, especially with the last five minutes, it really made you hype for the next episode coming up. There was certainly a lot going on. I know Shy said there's no time for shenanigans and they definitely felt the same way. (laughs) So I was like, damn, this episode is introducing a lot of plots. Barry has a dream that the Godspeed Speedster War is destroying the city. And he yells upstairs to non-Iris that he has to get back out there. Before seeing Nora once again, who employs implores him to help before it's too late as their family in the future has changed. Why did he start choking? That was one of the 150 mysteries introduced in this episode. <laughs> this is also his second communication with Nora. At Star Labs, we learn the Godspeeds are attacking folks in their homes now and ambushed Barry trying to evacuate City Hall. Chester's like, they can come up in my home when I'm listening to my nasty, nasty Nas. Boy, um, are you talking little Nas or are you talking about if I rule the world Nas? Both ain't on my list, but I would like to know. I just want to know which one is the millennial who wrote this or which one is the Gen Z. (laughs) Iris is still sick and this is making everyone think she is pregnant instead of it being a quickly disguised reason for the actress not being on set. I think that the twins are going to be a big part of season eight and that is going to quell the whole need to put the twins in her belly. Chester is going to see if he can create an algorithm that will help predict when they're going to show up. But Barry doesn't understand why there is a civil war in the first place. And I still don't know if we got the full answer on that. Cecile comes to see if anyone heard from Joe. But the Godspeeds have created so much energy. Central City is like a Faraday cage with no electric signals going in or out at the moment. Barry tells her, look girl, Joe's a gangsta. Yeah, but I'm like, he left with Kramer. That should be just a bit disconcerting considering. Then I thought, well, it was Cecile that convinced him to get her on his side. Speaking of that particular arc, that just got really, I just, I don't know where we're going here. Adam Craig or Craig is not quite what I expected. He seems like just a crazy person with a gun in the woods. But he is now hunting Kramer and Joe, whom she saved, as she noticed the light of his rifle. He also blocked their cell phones, though it wouldn't have helped anyway. 
Barry is concerned about what is going on in the future, regardless these dreams, and he is concerned something happened to his Nora, regardless the fact that he thinks that they're dreams. Caitlin tells him to go check on the future, but he doesn't want to cause another flashpoint. okay but ain't that the past he can run to the future we saw him do it before nothing caused any damage like he ran back he's ran to the future before sure it could change because it's always evolving as jay garrick said but it didn't cause a flashpoint so where did this get canonized is where i would like to know sasha drop these receipts or let the plaintiff rest her case <laughs> the whole time i was like why are people concerned about this he's just taking a peek into the future not to say he's gonna interact with it and even if he does what's that gonna do i mean i guess it could change something in the past i'm not saying it can't it's just the way in which y'all are addressing it like it calls flashpoint no that was him running to the past not the future if you're gonna make that correlation as if it's that big of a deal because i didn't feel like it was that big of a deal um the more relevant answer was that the city is unprotected with the sporadic godspeeds and that's why he can't you know just dip out diggle shows up with a way to stop what's happening with the godspeeds sent via cisco who still keeps a close eye on things I can totally dig this idea of other Arrowverse characters, even though I don't like that particular part of the universe. John volunteered to come and everyone is stroking his cock. Jackie, I'm jealous of you. I'm over here wondering what's so fucking impressive. And I was like, Cecile, you're married. What are you doing with your eyeballs like that? He shows them how much tech will help freeze a Godspeed, or how some tech will help freeze a Godspeed, which will allow them to question them, him, or it. I don't know what the fuck this is. It's talking like it has a soul. About what the hell is going on. The plan is to bring it back to Star Labs. And Diggle's like, do you want to bring the enemy to your home? You think that's a good idea? Did you not walk in, sir? Do you not know the terrible security measures in this building? You're on the flash, Dig. This is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other base of operations like a black site where we can take our criminals dig winces and doesn't seem okay when they're walking to the elevator but tells everyone he is fine despite we all seeing you ain't and then there's cecile with her powers Caitlin releases Esperanza from her care, but she's intent on going out and murdering more people, and that's not the first issue Allegra has with the situation. 
<laughs> Y'all know how I feel about this. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm against what she is doing. If she feels she needs to go on a murder rampage to the people that used and abused her in ways that I cannot personally understand that caused trauma, sure. But that's also why she needs to be in jail and getting the proper treatment for this type of anger and emotion because it's not legal. But at least she went out like I'm going to die doing shit illegally so that we don't have to keep going back and forth with Allegra and her problematic relationship with her cousin. But that's a little later on in the episode. She agrees she might not be the be in the best shape, but would like them to take down these monsters together as a family. Even Sans Killing, which I was supposed to believe that. Allegra says she can't leave as Team Flash needs her, which fine, she did come in the clutch a few times in this episode. But apparently, this heifer just can't wait because she's angry and suicidal. But she didn't have to be so damn fucking ungrateful, you know. You didn't just fix yourself. She really did put her ass on the line for her me familia. And you was not even being me familia at all. Because I don't know how you thought you was going to survive that mission. When you were barely healed. But apparently she was just suicidal. I don't fear death. Okay. Well, most of us do because we would like to continue to love our family. And not just want to go out in an angry blaze of glory. Chester activates a signal that emits uh, the Godspeeds, the good ones, on our side into thinking that Barry is one of the bad ones. When they show up, the chase begins. It ends with Barry phasing through concrete, which was really kind of sexy, and Godspeed looking like, What the fuck was that? Before being frozen by Dig. Back at Star Labs, they all stare at Godspeed in the cell who isn't speaking, but Dig explains he's a soldier and will speak when he wants to. Then he tells Cecile she's been talked about at Argus for leveling up. And was that flirting I saw? I guess you aren't ordinary. Excuse me? What the eh? Cecile, you're married. Diggle, you're married. What is happening between y'all two? And he had the audacity to check her out right before, like that smooth move around the desk. Like, what the hell was that? If I would have saw them in the lounge, I would have, I would have called it. I'm like, y'all was fucking. <laughs> um, the question of the the day definitely is: Why would anyone at Argus be talking about Cecile's whack ass powers? Like, what? If you want to talk about someone leveling up, can we talk about how Allegra leveled up? It looked a lot cooler than what the fuck Cecile got going on over there. Don't turn her into anything other. I mean, I barely want the powers that she got. I don't need any more attention to it, please. And thank you. He wonder why it isn't calling its team, but Allegra does prove needed as she's their personal signal jammer, preventing him from doing so. And now it's John's turn to do some stroking of everyone's ego. Barry staring at the prisoner thinks maybe he can't understand English, but just as he's about to bust out the translator, Gosby says they have much to discuss, knowing his name. I feel at this point everyone should know who the flashes like barry allen yeah he's the flash he tells everybody 
I feel like most killers don't monologue, so when I saw Adam in the forest monologuing to himself, where are you? I'ma get you. Just why does TV do this? It's, it's so uncomfortable with silence. It doesn't know what to do. It's like, you don't need dialogue. Just have him creeping through the forest and then he doesn't see where they are. Let suspense play out. He's still hunting Kramer and Joe. While I like being out in the wilderness because it's a different set piece, this whole conversation was absolutely ridiculous and that it made no sense. Just like we're going to go north and, you know, go back to civilization. This is a suicide mission and you have no idea why he's trying to kill you right now. Kramer is like, I get it. Do you, boo? I got to do me. And then Joe's like, okay, no, I understand. I got your back. But I'm just saying, why is he trying to kill you? He don't look mentally all the way there. He just seems like he might not know what he's doing. And then I'll agree to help you. And I even have a plan. That just makes no fucking sense. I mean, it's just bullshit. Fuck. Oh, my. My, my, my. I hate when they just insult people's intelligence like this. It makes the characters look stupid. Back at Star Labs, Godspeed explains they were all created to steal his speed to give to Prime August heart. And once completed, they will submit. And Six said, we ain't about that life. And thus, they are in a cycle of destruction with the others. The reason the war was brought here is because the Prime August heart is in Central City. How did he get here, though? Whomever finds him first wins. Barry draws the line at killing August, so Godspeed busts out and tells him, you are a friend or you are an enemy. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. There is something going on with this that I don't fully comprehend, but I feel as if it's going to build up to something. Because there's a lot of holes in this. It seems rather basic. <laughs> or it could just be the Flash. I have to put out that caveat, but it feels with them in the speed force. I'm like, whoa, this is far more complicated than we are being led to believe. Allegra saves Barry from having a speed drain. Is Frost nursing heartache in her room in a bathrobe somewhere in her tub with art and ice cream? No. Barry realized the interrogation was the other way around, gets upset and starts the what you need to do, Chester, who is with Allegra and not used to <laughs> stress the fuck out Barry without Iris around. Fuck you. Fuck the plane you flew in on. Fuck them shoes. Fuck the socks with the bell on it. Fuck them cheap ass cigars. Fuck your yuck mouth teeth. Fuck your hairpiece. Fuck your chocolate. Fuck Guy Ritchie. Fuck Prince William. Fuck the Queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out of my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. John's like adult time. Taps in. Barry admits he is most concerned about his daughter, seeing as these drones are from her future timeline and they were her enemy. And all he wants to do is make sure his baby girl is safe. That his family is safe. He's getting really concerned with these dreams. They have freaked him out. Dick tells him when it comes to family, breaking all the rules is on limits as Allegra spies. Everyone else be damned. So 
So that's what Allegra chooses. She could have left a damn note. Iris is helping from beyond the void of wherever the fuck. Clearly they had to do what they had to do. It's not like Barry really didn't go upstairs and check on his wife and make sure she wasn't phasing in and out of time. <laughs> but they definitely um, just worked with what they had and it, it didn't make sense. They know it didn't make sense. We all know why it didn't make sense. So you got to kind of just roll with those punches. It is rather um, still visible. <laughs> But she sends Cecile Nora's journal as it has clues to spot where August might be because they are personal places to him. Bear's like, I got to go to the future right now. So she opts to take John and Allegra to go find where August's heart is. I wish they would stop using monikers like, oh my God, it's dangerous if you do this. We do dangerous things all day. That is part of coming into Star Labs. Why doth that line need to be spoken? We know it's dangerous. We all signed the fuck up for it. Stop it. I love that Cecile picked out leather because it's somehow boss bitch to go to. Just some leather clothes. She joins Diggle who has another very severe headache that is probably something that connects to another arc on a show I don't care about. Barry prepares to go to 2049 with Mobile Gideon, but not before apologizing to Chester, stating that he was out of line, which he was. That's why Cisco always kept Iris around. <laughs> I'm the beast. Except when he tries to go to the future, Barry that is, there are Godspeeds preventing him. Then he is on a street and welcomed by Dion or in the back of a garden. And I'm like, Dion, where the fuck you come from? I love that force music, though. He explains that the speed force is handling the roach infestation of Godspeeds as they are basically leeching off the speed force to boost their artificial speed, I think. Dion can't take him to 2049, though, because he's busy helping mom, a.k.a. Iris. Apparently something has been causing Iris to move in and out of their timeline and facing through temporal planes. So he stepped in to stabilize her, but only if she stays with him. Otherwise, she'll fracture through time itself. Jesus Christ. It's moments like this where Barry really wants to get drunk. Like he really like what the hell? Like my problems just keep getting bigger and bigger. And I had this feeling in my gut. <laughs> in my soul that's telling me it's all connected to what's happening right now she gotta go back into a time coma or some shit and there go Barry once again telling Dion what he gotta do which is why when he said Iris I love you he didn't get it all the way out because Dion snapped his fingers like Thanos I know Mimi visibly cringe when she heard Dion call Iris mom. I still think it's cute. I mean, I guess I'm just in the minority that thinks that it's a cute thing. I could be totally wrong, but this feels like either a shoot after the fact, like this was a last minute shoot. Candace Patton looked fresh off a break and it felt as if, you know, these were hurried scenes, like they were a, a last minute shoot. I could be wrong. But considering it's the only scene she had in the episode, I think that 
they were able to fit that in going into the next two episodes that she was able to be fully there for godspeed just attacking folks in the street dig hits him with some nanites to take him out but then there's another headache about worlds awaiting and instead of cecile doing something with that big ass gun frost crawled out of depression and saved the day instead of not being a liability john is like i'm still committed about to keep on this mission like no dude you need to go home barry returns to star labs because uh dion was able to uh, snap him back there and he's like it's not Nora, she's fine it's iris allegra finds esperanza who is dying after killing a lot of folks somewhere i don't know how she even found her all that surgery for nothing allegra regrets not choosing her real family and esperanza is like yeah here's some salt for that wound and now i will die alone cecile and diggle they find the last place on the list with frost and august hiding behind a trash dump scared and also having amnesia what is even with this other plot with joe and kramer as adam walks into a trap announcing that he's walking in to a trap but does not care as he's immortal and a mercenary he doesn't give a fuck (laughs) they capture him when he's like uh kristen is that you girl then he gives a whole nother speech about how he doesn't give a monkey's ass about being a mercenary and taking all that money because at least i give half of it to the res something evil for something good is literally every empire's motto and he's like i'm gonna get in on that and i don't know why you're judging me this actor is terrible as he relishes killing folks that she considered family then says kristen died in the explosion say what joe just over there super calm like kristen what's he talking about i don't know all right we ain't gonna discuss that any further kristen wants to kill him but joe talks her down i'm like y'all really just gonna have this man walk 50 miles did y'all really walk all the way back to the car to get that weapon because you sure as shit didn't have it on you all this time back in star labs caitlin confirms he has severe memory loss august that is except they don't know if that's the real august cecile gets him to concede to a risky test of retrieving his memory and after agreeing they learn he is in fact august the one that they're looking for but that's all he knows and he only had feelings to be at the place that he was at this all feels very suspicious Cecile tells Barry despite feeling helpless we will get through this you have the right to be sad and angry this is all connected somehow and I can't figure out why which is the thrilling aspect of these events even if some of them are a little (laughs) discombobulated just as Cecile leaves Nora shows up knowing she isn't supposed to be there but she says it's important that hug was precious and long awaited she tells him she's proof it all worked out with mom and her situation but if he's happy to see her he'll be twice as happy in one second and in glides Bart Allen see I know you like my swagger no strap when I come through 
on screen for five seconds and i was already done with him i was like oh no barry you got your hands full with this one oh no that little hand snap in the stretch Woo, i was like oh no <laughs> he looks like trouble just absolute trouble he's like what did i miss hey dad or is it pops you like it when i call you pops but i can't remember excuse me bitch what is up with that um not remembering calling him pops in the future but he knows he's his dad the way he swung into his sister playfully that was sibling adorableness while declaring this place is crash <laughs> with barry's confused but excited face that was a spectacular way to end the episode. I, I just, I can't wait to get more of Barry having to do. <laughs> With a son who's a hot ass mess. And I feel like she's excessive. But he's a kid on crack. He's all um, impulse. Except he's not impulse. <laughs> That's another speedster name. But yeah, I thought the actor debut was perfect. He's adorable. I already love him. That corny ass poster didn't do any, him any favors, but uh, seeing him in the flesh, it was a joy. I love that we finally got the twins together. What's going on with Iris? Are they going to start doubling back on her comic storyline? I don't know is events playing out in a way that's unsure or unclear is what happening is why the twins are there is that related to godspeed or is the uh, iris thing not related to the godspeed thing so i can't wait for next episode i think it's going to be a really good one we do have feedback up first let's hear from shy Christina, it's me, Shy. I am back again to give my feedback for The Flash, season seven, episode sixteen. Um, what can I say about this one? I really, really enjoyed this episode a lot. I really, really did. There were some things that I didn't. Um, I'm just not a fan of the Allegra and the uh, esperanza thing so r.i.p esperanza but i just thought esperanza was being stupid <laughs> this episode i don't know how you can <clears throat> just have surgery a day after having surgery serious surgery mind you where your life was hanging in the balance to wanting to go take down this doctor and i mean i get what you're saying but at the same time like we're the we're in the middle of a <laughs> we're in the middle of a crisis right now can we can we can we take care of that first and then when things settle down go after these people and then she's getting upset with allegra because 
Allegra is trying to help the team um, take down all these Godspeeds that are, you know, destroying the city. I'm like, really? Uh, but whatever. I mean, like I said, R.I.P. Bye. Um, that that just that whole thing was just it just seemed silly to me. I was like, this is a pointless. Whatever, I guess they had the killer off and this is their way of doing it. And I'm guessing that this death of her choosing Team Flash over her family may lead to something. Maybe that's why we had to see it and we, we had to go through that. Is because it's going to lead to something else down the line. So we'll see. Um, to give her some purpose in later episodes or in season 8. Well, Barry and him trying to take down these Godspeeds, we get Diggle coming back to the Flash and offering some technology that can capture a Godspeed so they can figure out what the hell's going on and why are all these Godspeeds all over the place, why are they fighting each other, why are they trying to take down, take down Barry, why do they want to speed, all these answers, I mean all these questions, we need answers, so... That was cool. I love the, I mean, the CGI was like on point in this episode. I really, I mean, it was like really good. So they definitely was saving the budget for, that's what I figured. I figured they were saving the budget for these high uh, CGI episodes with speedsters. Because not only did we get like a thousand Godspeeds and Flash running around, but as we saw at the end, Something, something, something. <laughs> and then what we're getting next week. So it's going to be some special times. But yes, we got Barry uh, stressing the hell out because he got this another dream about Nora. And this time Nora is, you know, before it was like, everything's okay, dad. And now this time it's like, holy shit, dad. You know, <laughs> crazy stuff happening in the future. You got to help us. So, of course, Barry's going to be stressing the hell out. This Barry, and so you could, I mean, you dream he dreamed something like that, especially after he felt like that other one was like a premonition of Iris being pregnant. So he feels like, and this is the second time, like something's happening here. So, um, so he's stressing out about the future and what this all means, uh, just like the end of last episode that can continue on in this one. Um, what's going on in the, uh, with Nora? Um, is it the same? Well, he, well, he and Iris still have Nora, um, especially with her saying that the future is changing. Um, yeah, I mean, Barry's gonna stress out about it. So this was another episode that I guess um, Candace wasn't available for for most of it when it was filming. So we only got that one scene with her, which was still a really good scene of uh, finding out that Iris is experiencing uh uh what's it called timeline she's bouncing in and out of timelines and um dion had to come in to like steal her or you know keep her in the steel force to keep her from shattering through time or going through space and time or something like that so i thought that was interesting um and the fact that you know, Barry was stressing the hell out and, you know, not feeling it. So, 
that was good i like that as well i enjoy i enjoy everything berry related iris related i enjoyed um diggle i enjoyed chester as always um cecile wasn't horrible in this episode um what else as much as i know christina we've we've heard you for many many moons uh you're not feeling iris being pregnant but i'm sorry i mean this is what this is all leading towards i mean they've been talking about having babies getting pregnant kids family children dads moms all season <laughs> all season so i'm like uh so i mean the next logical conclusion is that iris is gonna get pregnant so i feel like she is pregnant now and this is a side effect of her pregnancy that the twins are you know their powers are manifesting itself the way they are um so special times for her like uh, us normal people with normal babies we get vomiting nausea uh fatigue <laughs> whatever she gets phasing through times and going through you know being wiped from existence <laughs> so yeah not quite uh, not quite um pleasant morning sickness <laughs> for her um i'm at the restaurant so you're hearing a train go by if you're hearing that noise um but the best part of all, which was very exciting to see Nora and Bart at the end and Barry's shocked face as usual, just like before. So call back to season, well, season, season finale of four and season premiere of five. Sorry. I mean, it took me a minute to get that out. But so that was fun. Um, that's look forward to the 150th episode which is next week and all the shenanigans that's going to come along with that because we can already tell this Nora seems different than the old Nora she seems a bit more calm while Bart is the hothead so I'm wondering if that's going to be true um because she seemed like you know this, this like oh my gosh she is so annoying <laughs> while you know bart was like what's up dad <laughs> how's it going what's up with you know can i call you pops um so look forward to iris meeting her twins i think they're twins i'm thinking they're the tornado twins so i'm just going with that until i'm proven otherwise um so that's going to be exciting how they're gonna stop Godspeed is gonna be exciting oh yeah August August Hart I'm wondering what his angle is so right now he supposedly doesn't remember anything so I'm I'm still not sure what is happening with him like why is he in the present not in the pe in the future you know how did he you know whatever so I guess we'll get that in the next couple episodes maybe or maybe this will uh bleed into season eight not sure because uh yeah you were saying that and so i'm okay with that i would just again they normally drop wrap up they try to wrap up the season obviously COVID, you know through a, a monkey wrench in the plan for season six but normally they try to uh wrap up the big bad at the end of the season and get into the next big bad the other season the next season so 
If this bleeds in because of COVID, you know, eating up three episodes for season six, I mean, I'm okay with that. I, again, I, it doesn't bother me none. I'm just, I'm just going to enjoy the story as it comes and just let it ride. The Joe and Kristen Kramer thing, um, it's still, it seems to be dragging on. I mean, we get like a scene or two each episode and it's like, <laughs> can we get to the bottom of this already? Like, what is, what's the old dude? Let's go. Uh, I'm ready to get some answers, but I guess they're trying to, you know, keep it going until the, um, penultimate or the season finale. So I gotta just, um, be patient and let it, let it play out. But that's all I got really I don't have much um uh, I guess I've said enough I'm almost at 10 minutes so that's more than enough so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her thoughts on the episode so she really liked it I'm guessing with the Esperanza thing she was supposed to be suicidal but it was not portrayed in that fashion that if it had then this would have made a lot more sense and i think that maybe it's just meant to be a familial death initiation in the star labs grandma runk is next <laughs> you know cisco had to lose a brother caitlin had to use lose a dad barry both parents iris her mom everyone's gotta have a family member that dies it was just her turn i think it's fan bait this whole baby thing the, to keep baby watchers happy but in place of that you have the older versions of the children to fill the void i'm not saying i would hate it if it happens that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i'm not in any particular rush because i don't know what it what what it it, it doesn't bring any it doesn't bring the same feelings i should say for me as it does for you and i think i stated that offline i think when it boils down to you, Sasha, and Mimi are just far more invested in the ship than I am in that particular area of said ship. <laughs> Getting through things together, I'm still wanting more time of them being independent, and maybe that's just it. I, I don't, I'm not ready for them to nest up. I want to see more storylines where they're evolving as people. I'm still upset. That they never really discussed the fact that she had trauma being in the mayor for three fucking months. I mean, they run roughshed over these things that would make them closer as a couple basis, uh, versus just, um, I guess, the level up moment. You know, the dating phase, then the marriage phase, or the proposal, then the inevitable, you know, I'm not going to marry you, am I going to marry you, then you get the marriage it's hitting the markers instead of giving me more of the two individuals growing as individuals and then growing together and maybe it's enough for everyone else but i'm still craving more of that before we have to bring on i was being pregnant and then you have barry being a much more you know over excessive like I don't, i'm not eager to see him just be on 10 all the time because it's hovering over his wife that doesn't give me the same feeling of <laughs> excitement as you know iris doing more in the field investigative journalism because that's when i see when i see baby that's what i see you can't put yourself in immediate danger 
It's not to say that private people don't do certain things out in the world, but they don't put themselves in immediate danger. And that's benching the characters. These types of things that really, and then it makes Iris all about that. And then how does she navigate? It could be great, but uh, I would rather get more of what we got before we get any more of that. Like I said, it is eight, seven seasons in, so it's not irrational to have baby fever at this point in time, especially as it's, as I stated earlier, the next marker in the checklist that needs to be checked off the list. So it's fine that it's being talked about, but I think that if you're a smart show, you put it off as long as possible because it does come with some types of compromises to the story that you have to take into consideration and if you are going to have you know iris as the matriarch being pregnant then then what else can she do you know if she's going to be playing that role and it's again i'm not saying she can't be a journalist but she can't she's not gonna it's not gonna be rational for her to put herself out in the field of things like other than showing up at a possibly crime scene but the stuff where i, I don't know Maybe I'm overthinking it. I am far more analytical in that department. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I'm not of the conclusion just because they're revving up the topic that it means that she's pregnant. There could be a lot of other reasons why she's um, moving in and out of the timeline that has to do with this future situation. You know, Iris is in her own respects a character that has some things going on with her that I have been wanting them to bring from the comics for quite some time now. And now that you have the Steel Force kind of being using all his energy just to keep her in time, that to me says that like the kids are fine in the future for right now. Is that still going to be currently? Could it be because of what's happening in the events that's happening? doesn't necessarily need to correlate to this is some reaction to being pregnant. And yes, because Nora doesn't have to be the female version of Bart, she can, she can be a more reserved character because that's what she basically was being embodied as and not Nora. <laughs> she was they, they wanted to make her the substitute for Bart Allen. Now they have Bart Allen and she's probably going to take a much more reserved, um, less quirky role to balance out his character. The great feedback as always. We do have 20 whole minutes. I just love that I talked for 27 minutes for the recap and <laughs> maybe has 20 minutes of additional commentary. I'm wondering what she has to say. I'm on pins and needles. She says she regrets nothing, and I believe it. Let's digest. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for The Flash, um, Season 7, Episode 16. Um, I watched this yesterday, so I'm, I wrote a little bit of notes, so I'm just going to go through my notes. Okay, so the first thing I have in my notes is about Kramer. Um, I remember last episode, I it failed my mind and I just blanked out and I forgot to mention it, that I was thinking that maybe Kramer was a Meta 2 um, and that's how she was able to 
survive the uh, blast. And now I'm thinking that maybe her and uh, Adam have similar powers. I know they were both uh, on the reservation together. Um, we're not. I'm not sure how Adam got his abilities of being immortal I guess is what he said so I'm thinking that maybe Kramer has that too I just for the life of me don't understand how her and Joe got out of that car so I'm thinking that she did something maybe she was protecting him and dragged him out because they did not have enough time there is no way that they should have made it out without any singed eyebrows no no like hairs caught on fire eyebrows gone no third degree second degree burns nowhere they didn't even have heat burns like it just to me it seems like maybe possibly that kramer is a meta as well um and that would be a twist in her whole idea to make all metas um unable to use their abilities and automatically just have to take them away um i know she's only talking about criminals but I just feel like that's how it starts. It starts with criminal metas and then it just goes to all of them um, at random because the government can't be trusted. Um, the let's see here. The other thing I have on here is about Chester because that fool be fangirling for everything. <laughs> now, I mean, I didn't watch The Flash, so maybe Diggle is spectacular and worthy of fangirling, but I liked Diggle as like, a person when he came on the flash because it was nice to have some more melanin and him and uh barry always seemed to be close and diggle made me laugh um the, and i guess they did use diggle as the person that actually married iris and uh barry so there's that but just in general i swear i can i just i don't know and i i thought arrow was over so when they showed him having him headaches and opening the box um and he said something about or opening that box and that was like glowing green and then he said something about gotham i guess he's on uh batgirl or batwoman i haven't watched that in a while um i'm gonna wait till it goes on netflix i know there's another season that way if i don't like it i can just go to the next episode i didn't want it taking up space on my dvr because I was trying to be supportive of my black woman, but the show is really awful. And I feel like if I'm saying that, it's really bad because I'm really not as critical as uh, you, Christina. I feel like it doesn't take a lot to entertain me, but some of the dialogue and some of the acting on there is too cringy for me. Like when I'm embarrassed watching a show, I can't watch it no more. And that's how I felt a lot of the times watching Batgirl. So I'll never know what happened to Diggle. I'm assuming there'll be some crossover at some point. I'll just wait to find out from that. Um, unless for whatever reason, Batgirl got better. Um, um, the other thing um, I have on here is about the, <laughs> I'm trying to just go based off my notes so I don't skip anything. Um, I have about Godspeed because like during the episode, um, the way Godspeed was acting, there was like the first group and then there was a the second group and like, uh, they captured him and they captured one of the, uh, ones that was helping Barry. So it made me think maybe, um, 
you know, maybe this is like some type of technology that they made. Godspeed is like some type of machine, kind of like the like that samurai android that we had from the thinker or like Gideon. Um, Because I I wrote in my notes like second wave of Godspeed. It's like Gideon. I had like a question mark because I thought maybe they were like some type of artificial intelligence. But then I was thinking, okay, because we got the reveal that August Hart is the Godspeed um, creator, I guess. And he's in 2021. Um, And then we like I I remember that name because you had brought him up and I had looked him up and I didn't read everything because I didn't want to be one of those people that are too involved in the in the comic um I think what I am gonna do though is like there's like a whole ass Wikipedia page for comic books didn't know that till I googled it so I think I'm just gonna try and get caught up after this season so it don't taint how I feel because I I even know that Bart Allen is it the name of Barry's son that was his grandson I think which doesn't make sense where Don and Don and Don came from Nora and Bart being the twins makes sense I don't agree with naming a black man Bart but I get it because his name is Bartholomew he probably just go by Bart he probably a junior and he's like yeah I'm not don't call me that I wouldn't either Barry go by Barry so let's just be Bart. You can't have two berries in the same household. That would be confusing. Trust me, I know because I got a Derek and a Darren and I always call them the wrong name. So trust me, you don't want that. So I get I, I get that. So um, I know that there uh, Eric is trying to do something different. But in the thing that I read, it had um, like August Hart being a detective and something like about his brother dying um, and then it his brother's um killer got off because barry's uh barry was um i'm assuming the csi like that was doing the investigation like the evidence work for the death of his brother and then that was the same like that was around the same time barry got struck by lightning so the evidence that was that they had to convict the person that killed um august hart's brother's killer got like destroyed because his entire lab got hit by lightning and then barry became the flash it was like a whole like convoluted shenanigans where he pretended like godspeed attacked him and then he was like we should kill everybody and then barry figured out that godspeed and august heart were the same thing and that august heart could duplicate duplicate himself I even remember reading something like God, like when, when August Hart said, you know, yeah, you got me. I'm Godspeed. Now let's go kill Eothod, uh, Eobod Thon. Like, I know that's not like exactly how it happened, but something like that. And Barry being Barry, now I'm not going to kill, blah, 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 whatever. So they clearly had a different philosophy of, you know, how to handle bad guys, which is something, Christina, you always brought up. So, um, August Hart can duplicate himself so I'm assuming that the um all of the Godspeeds we saw are basically Savitar like it's like you know you 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 made me for this purpose and now you're trying to kill me 
And I guess half of them are fine with it, and the other half is like, nah, we're not going to die. So that's where the war came from, which makes sense. Um, but this is why I, I brought all that up. I know there was a lot, and I know it's going to make me go over 10 minutes, but you, you just, you'll be okay. Anyway, so what I was thinking was that the reason that August can't remember anything is because once he realized he created about six whole ass avatars, he was like, shit, I really fucked up. So he sent himself back in the past to with his memory gone thinking that he could stop what happened and i think that the god speeds are staying not only are they staying in the um speed force to absorb the speed but also because that way time can't catch up with them they're pulling a, a freaking reverse flash if they're never back in the future they can prevent themselves from being blinked out of existence so that's that's my theory on that. Let me move on because I feel like I talked a whole lot. Um, and then I was prepared not to see Iris in this episode. And then we got that bomb ass reveal that her sickness really was not just a cold. That she's been flipping back and forth between time periods. And Dion, the still force, has been helping her. When she stepped out of there, <laughs> I was so shocked. And it's so funny though, because I swear I thought I thought it was gonna go like this. Dion was gonna be like, "You good? Okay." Because I got a lot of stuff to talk about with you, Dad. <laughs> he didn't call that fool Dad not once. He definitely called Iris moms, but he didn't call Barry Dad. <laughs> I guess he identifies with his black hair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was lame. Okay, I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, really like that scene because that was something I like wasn't expecting i wasn't expecting iris to be in the episode and i was definitely not expecting dion to pop his lame ass out i didn't dislike him in this episode he was still lame as hell with his dialogue but i guess he's stuck in the 90s and that's just gonna be him um and then we he told us what was going on with the the god speeds you know which explains why their fake velocity has not worn off um and why they could kick Barry's ass they really beat his ass I'm just saying <laughs> he they caught he, he he you caught him and then he uh was locked up in that cell the whole time and he had a he had power and when he decided to use it it really effed you up and somebody explained to me why Allegra's powers work on a speedster like light like isn't like her light power like i remember the rainbow raider was able to even like her powers were able to affect barry i mean i know allegra is like her light is different but i just i feel like cold should be able to stop a speedster but not light or heat because like i feel like that should make them faster okay i'm i'm sciencing and i shouldn't but maybe y'all get it because i don't um what else i got here hold on yeah when uh esperanza died and allegra was crying i felt nothing i don't i don't know what that says about me but i was like okay can we move on please i literally um like roll my eyes like that whole death scene was annoying like it's like i die alone bitch she's right there like 
I mean, I don't understand why out of all people, like you go through this to save your cousin and then she asked you to come with her, which you offered before. And now you got to stay with Team Flash because, you know, damn well, Barry would pick everything over over Iris and his family. But you really out here. Wow. She she's stupid. And she just happened to know where they were. And then whatever. It was dumb. I didn't feel anything when she died. I don't know what this is going to do to Allegra. Maybe that storyline will be interesting. But I just feel like you went through all of that to save your cousin. To help her. And then you just let her walk away. Knowing she's like she's as stubborn as she was. She didn't want to go. Um, and you let her leave anyway. By herself. Knowing what she was going to do. Whatever. And side note. The actress that plays Alleg or, uh, Esperanza. I don't know what I thought she looked like. But she looked way different without that damn mask on. It, I wasn't even expecting it. She was pretty, don't get me wrong. I just, she just looked different. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about, I'm almost done, but I, there's just two more points. The other thing is, um, last episode you were saying, like, I know they're not going to make the Native American guy um, a villain. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And I was like, what? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I I need black people, Native Americans, uh, Latinas, Latinos, um, Asian, Asian Pacific Islanders. I need all of us to be all up and through. Like, like when um, blood work was not white, that's what I'm talking about. We deserve to be villains. We should be witches, vampires. We should be werewolves. Get POCs all up and through. We deserve the right to be villains. Like... We need big roles to give us acting jobs, and I'm all for it. I'm glad Adam is a Native American, and when he gave the speech about the reservation, I was he, I was like, yes, this is stuff we need to hear, because I remember talking to my sister about Native Americans, and it was like, like they have been through some really serious shit as well, just like black people, but the difference is, is that there's not that many of them, and there's not very many activism. Like, there's black activists that speak up for native americans but it's not it's it's not a lot and they don't have a lot of support like like we do like a lot of people uh, like even throughout their own community like they just don't and she took a native american class and she said that they they don't have they don't even have very as many rights as uh people think they do like they got their land back but people trying to take their land all the time take it back after giving it to them you stole it you gave it to them and then the little like you gave them like a little tiny minute amount of what you stole and then you're trying to take it back because now you see that it's worth something there's a lot of alcoholism like severe alcoholism and disease on a reservation so i hope that this is something they explore because this is things people need to see a lot of people don't understand about native americans um and it seems like it's only taught in certain areas like i know in washington where i'm at this whole state is uh like their cities are named after native americans um they have a lot of tribes out here or reservations i should say um but and they like they're not like they're taught history but i'm sure it's sugar-coated and diluted because america never wants to tell the truth and make themselves the bad guys that they are so i hope this is a turning point and we get some story arc related to that okay so the last thing I want to talk about is, of course, I finally got what I wanted last episode. I got my excess and I got my, well, I guess we're going to call her Nora and Bart because I, I think his name's Impulse. So it's 
excess is Nora and Bart <laughs> is uh, Impulse. But I absolutely, like, I was not expecting this. Like, my face and Barry's face, same. Like, love it. So I was thinking, like, before we got the reveal of the, the twins at the end, I was thinking that maybe Iris is blinking back and forth through the temporal time zone and, like, blinking in and out was because, like, maybe the twins are doing something to her with their powers, like the meta power. She's not a meta human. Barry is. So his kids would have his DNA, which has his meta ability in it. So I'm assuming that has something to do with it. It's just like when you're pregnant and your hormones are all over the place because they're spiking. Um, and then it takes a while for them to, to level out and then your body to get uh, like more control of itself. And that doesn't happen until second semester, second trimester. So I'm thinking that's that what was happening. I was like, no, nah, let me let me stop hoping because Christina going to drag me for having having hopes and dreams and thoughts and prayers about this show. So let me just stop. But then <sighs> we got it. And I swear to y'all, I screamed so, so hard. I, I thought I was excited when I saw Iris. No, I, when I saw um, JPK come out over her quirky little tiny self and she was like, dad, now I know I'm not supposed to be here. Trust me, I watched this scene like 12 times. And he was like, so happy to see her. And I was like, oh my God, yay. And she was like, we're doing, we're fine. And he's like, we're you and Iris? <laughs> And I was like, stop playing. Is this about to happen? It's about to happen. And I was like, oh my God, calm down. Calm down, Lamia. Calm down. It's happening. And sure enough, we got it. I was so excited. And then <laughs> it ended, but I was just too hyped. And then I found out that there's going to be a two-part se season finale. So the next two episodes are both the finale. So I'm really excited about that. And I do hope this Godspeed arc, you know, flows into um, next season and I don't I don't please don't let them try and make um August Hart and um Caitlin a thing I don't know why I just felt like they were gonna try and do that like they did with God uh with uh blood work I can't take it but I am interested um another we got another POC as a as a as a character so I'm excited about that so I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes um, and I just want to point out because uh, when excess would say shway, um, I said that way, way too much. So I just want y'all to know that so things aren't shway anymore. Apparently it's crash. I got it. So just be ready. because I'm going to say it and I don't want to hear shit about it. <laughs> so I'm going to end it here. I, I'm not even going to look at how long this is. because I know it's long, but you got to deal with it because this is all of my thoughts. And this is exactly why I stopped writing notes, because I talk too much. But I'm getting excited about this, so you're going to have to deal with it. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. You see how many times she was like, you just going to have to deal with it. you gonna, you going to deal with it. <laughs> Apparently, Barry Allen is rubbing off on Mimi, too. Telling people what they going to do. <laughs> Uh, lovely thoughts though. I actually really was invested in your conspiracy theory because I don't really have any at this point. And I get what you mean with the comics. I, and it's because I don't know what where he's going to go. And because the last story arc with the comics was so very different. I'm not going to try to think too far ahead with all that jazz. 
but i like where your brain was going i definitely like was like yeah i can i can pick that <laughs> i can take all of that because it's better than what i have going for me i don't i'm not formulating any plans um but yeah i don't know is our august yeah that memory loss it could be a temporary thing all he needs is the right stimulation because i felt when he said my name is august his whole entire aura changed like his voice got deeper he wasn't quite the lost little boy and i do think that we need to explore who the fuck godspeed is and who august heart is all we have is a name and there's not much further so yeah i think this story arc deserves to bleed into season eight and we get a lot more time with the with the costume with the characterization and how it relates to barry because right now it's just basically some faceless zone, uh, clones or drones as they stated and not much more um so yeah i'm glad we're just not getting in you know what i'm glad you i'm not alone and you thought the same thing i hope they don't make him a little bit interesting okay just because kate ain't had a lot going on so you know they just tossed a hobo looking man in her direction like ah that'll patent you out but i think she's playing the uh, the like caitlin is playing the role caitlin is supposed to play all right so don't do that yeah i think uh, kramer is a meta too i don't know what kind of meta she doesn't seem to be aware that she's a meta i don't know how she would not know in all these years I'm not sure where they're going with that. And you're right. You dropped many bars and that's correct. Um, we should be able to play all types of characters. I just thought with them making them the villain, they were going to do like they did in this episode and not make him very, uh, <laughs> not very developed. Yes, I would love for them to. I like when he says like people don't, they don't care about people who look like me and you. Like, yeah, that's relevant points. Yes, we need to give money to the reservation and the children. All good points, but you're not really developing a villain. You're just making him the villain and he's Native American and there's no nuance to it. So that that's my my where I was trying to go with it last episode. But you make all of the relevant uh, points. We need to play every kind of role. Uh, not just uh, me and me and actually shy go back and forth because of the character of tulip on preacher because she's not written she's a very very flawed character and i like that most about her is because we don't usually get to play that role so hearing you say that absolutely correct there um i will say for dion not calling him dad well one i'm a grown-ass man two you know you did try to erase me there's still some tension that we need to sort out in our relationship <laughs> and maybe that's a, a thing with barry he's gonna have an issue with his sons because you know that homegirl was a daddy it was a daddy's girl she was 100 percent a daddy's girl so i think that it's only fair <laughs> that he should have problems with his son can't believe i fucked up and did not call bart impulse i'm like oh yeah he is impulse duh <laughs> i don't know why for some reason i was thinking that was not the same person you know what it is i'm keep thinking about that other character uh now I, now i'm blanking because i switched those two names up and i know exactly who i'm talking about because i'm always talking about eddie coming back as him and so i was switching up the names 
so yeah uh i will be very interested to see how this all plays out because i have no idea how it is gonna play out and you're right bar is his grandson nora was not supposed to be it was supposed to be dawn but what they're trying to say in this um since dawn came back in time he changed the timeline so dawn is no longer dawn she's now nora and don is no longer don he's bart uh i don't i don't know what could possibly happen with how they'll change the august heart thing i think i already stated that the thing with diggle i heard through the grapevine he's supposed to be the green lantern i will never watch that show again batwoman so i i yeah I was kind of with them. I'm like, his outfit's not that great. And um, I don't know why they're stroking him like he's somehow supposed to be. Like, if Superman walked in the building, sure. But Diggo? Like, hey, how you doing? Heard you uh, mazel tov my my lord and leader and conqueror and his wife. So I will leave it there. If you want to join in our conversation, blackrollcouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be below as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, blackroll magic. <laughs>